guys, welcome back to the 411 Podcast. I'm Maggie. And I'm Grace. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Um, hopefully the audio has improved. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta. We're hoping that we don't have as many like technical difficulties mm-hmm. and audio issues as <laughs> we did in the last one, because I know that was probably difficult for some of y'all to hear. Mm-hmm. It was even hard for me to hear sometimes. And like, I knew what we said. Yeah. <laughs> we were editing and I was like, Max, what did I just say? Like, I can't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like if I had to type up a transcript for that episode, no way. it would be so difficult. Yeah. So, we hope this one sounds better and that it flows better. Yes, and we're going to try not to talk over each other as much because that's something that whenever we have conversations, we just naturally do, but we Mm -hmm. understand each other. (laughs) But going back and editing and listening over, Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand sometimes. I was like, girl. Yes. So, we're noticing things that we do that we're going to try to improve on to make the listening experience better for you guys. Yes. And the editing easier for us, honestly. The yes. The last episode was a pain. It was a pain. But it was very, it was really, really worth it. And mm-hmm. honestly, we had a really good laughs. We did. So <laughs> we're really The funny. laughs we have. Between me and you. Thanks. <laughs>, laughs. we might leave that in okay so obviously as we go along we're you know we're new to this whole podcasting but as we go along we'll notice mistakes that we will need to fix and we will improve um to our best ability and you guys even if you Mm -hmm. notice any mistakes let us know if there's anything we can do to make this better for you guys please let us know yes or yeah it, it won't offend us or anything. We're yeah. open to we, this. We want yes. the constructive compliment. The constructive <laughs> The constructive criticism mm-hmm. from you guys because we're doing this not only for – because it's fun for us and mm-hmm. we really enjoy it, but for you guys. We're doing this for you guys to listen and yeah. for Your Jesus enjoyment. too. Yeah. This is all glory to God, yeah. right? Yeah. Do it all for the glory of God. Yes. Okay. So in our last episode, we felt like we didn't introduce ourselves well enough. Like we said our names, but mm-hmm. we didn't really tell you anything about mm-hmm. us. So we wanted to take some time in this episode to tell you guys a little bit more about us. So maybe you can just get to know us better. Yeah. We do hope that the last episode kind of gave you guys a feel for who we are and what we stand for and just the whole vibe of like listening to us talk Mm -hmm. because if you're gonna um if you're gonna keep up with us this is we just want you guys to know what you are in for yeah um so today we figure um to start this episode out before we get into our bible study we are going to tell you about our favorite movies and Mm -hmm. music and some hobbies we have yes So, to start off, um, we're both high school students. Yes. So, there's that. I'm Maggie. I'm Grace. Um, So, I guess a little bit about me. I dance. I've been doing that for a long time now. Mm -hmm. Um, Your whole life, basically. Pretty much. So, it's been about 13 years that I've done that. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, Yeah. And I play... cannot dance. Um, <laughs> I play piano and I play guitar. I've been playing piano for like five years. 
I've always had interest in it, but I took lessons five years ago and that ended a couple years later. And now I just kind of teach myself on YouTube. Like I got the basics down, but anyways, I've had a guitar for about over a year and no lessons for that. Just YouTube videos of middle-aged men telling me (laughs) how to play the chords and how to strum. Mm -hmm. So yeah, fun times. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we can talk about some music now. Okay. Um, who are your favorite art- artists, Maggie? So some of my favorites would definitely be like Fleetwood Mac, Harry Styles, One Direction. Um, this is difficult to come up with a lot. Frank, Frank Sinatra. Yes. Yes. And uh, there's a ton oh, of Oh, you people. love Lord. Oh, yes. I love Lord. Billie Eilish. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I feel like she is people obsessed. always think. It is so basic to, like, Billie Eilish. Yeah. But I would like to put it out there that I was there for the release of her 2017 album. She was. I mean, so I've only heard the story, but. (laughs) So, oh, The Lumineers. I'm a massive fan. That's, like, your number one. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Um, So, she talked about them in the last last episode, episode. actually. So, um, some albums that I like. Mm -hmm. Some no-skip type stuff for you guys. Um, both Harry Styles albums. Mm-hmm. No both skips. of Conan's. Both of Conan Gray's albums. Um, both of Alex's. Rex Orange County. Yeah, Alex. And this, we, um, we were gonna do our separate albums, but they're pretty much the same. Yeah. So, that saves some time. Well, Sean's. I know Rex. pretty much any Jack Johnson album for me is a no-skip. Mm-hmm. But and then really for me, much. yeah, I don't. Yeah. And for me, pretty much every Beatles album. Yes. I mean, Maggie, too, loves them, but... Mm-hmm. Grace probably more so than I. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Harry Styles, Khalid, Khalid, I don't know. Do you guys know? <laughs> um, American Teen, I've been obsessed with that album, and Maggie mentioned One Direction. Why don't we tell them our favorite One Direction albums? Because okay. I'm sure most of the girls there so, and some of the guys. we're just... I'm going to go through all five oh, albums. Top to bottom, what my favorite is to my least favorite. Okay. So, four, Midnight Memories, Made in the AM, Take Me Home, and Up All Night. Um, good choices. Um, I was never big into Take Me Home and Up mm-hmm. All Night, just because, I, I don't, just because. Like, yeah. I know majority of them, but there are a few that I just haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am obsessed with Made in the AM, and then yes. after that, Midnight Memories, and then four. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are I just don't pretty even, I guess. But yeah. Made in the AM and Midnight Memories are definitely the mm-hmm. ones that I care for the most. Midnight um, that Memories is extremely comforting. Yeah, and Made in the AM is just chill. You know? Yes. But like she said, Billy. And then we're naming artists that you guys are probably familiar with and probably listen to. Mm-hmm. But then Maggie and I are also obsessed with Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. Billie Holiday, Correct, or is that just me? No, it's both of us. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because our yeah. playlists are like the same. Um, and then like seventies and eighties music, sixties mm-hmm. like Beatles and mm-hmm. Janice, right? Yes, sixties. Um, but seventies music, I am the most familiar with, mm-hmm. and I'd say for you is the same or eighties. Pretty much seventies, eighties. I'm really familiar with nineties mm-hmm. grunge and alternative okay. type stuff. Like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, that area. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Really familiar Red with that. Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. I 
love. We both when really was- like Finn Wolfhard's band, Calpurnia. Yeah, if you haven't listened to them, go listen to them. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not a band anymore, which is really well, sad. I mean, they have but the... The Aubrey's. I don't listen to them. The the I've one heard. the one album that they have is really good. It only has like four songs on it though. Okay. Um well those are music tastes. Basically fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and now. Yeah. And well, then all pretty of, much everything. Every <laughs> all of the decades since the fifties. Now before that, I'm sure I've heard some. What are the um the ink spots? No idea. They're pro- here, let me look it up. I'm not real big in them, but I love that music as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 40s. Oh, the 30s as well. Interesting. I We just love, like, all music. Pretty now, much. I cannot... Oh, gosh. I cannot get into, like, pop electronic. Ugh. That's, like... And, like, classical and okay. classic rock. But <laughs> I just... all Music all around. We should probably wrap up our music talk yeah. before we name off every artist that's <laughs> ever lived. So... Um, movies. I'm gonna yes. name my top top five, five yes. movies. Okay, so <laughs> Pulp Fiction, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, um, Good. The Sound of Music. I really love School of Rock and like Grease. I'm obsessed with Grease. Um, this is not. This goes above five, but mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing. Yes. Um. There's a ton more. Probably but some John Hughes films you've left out. Yes, like The Breakfast um, Club. I yes. love The Breakfast Club. Um, my favorite movies, um, top five, but no ranking by any means. I can't do that. Would have to be Clueless. I watched that like three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Pretty in Pink for sure. Um, the Notebook, that is an all-time favorite. I've seen that probably five to ten times. Yeah. Um. I like The Breakfast Club. The first 30 minutes kind of bored me, but mm-hmm. I love Brian, that character. And the rest of the movie, after, like, once they start to really become fond of each other, mm-hmm. I really like it. And then, oh, It. For some reason, oh. I'm obsessed with yeah. It. I love it. The um, movies. And I was going to go into how Maggie and I think the second one is not as good mm-hmm. at all. We're talking about the remakes, by the way. Yes, yes, Not yes. the old ones. The 2017, 2019. Mm-hmm. The 2017 one is amazing. Way good. The, yeah, the best one, I'd yes. say. Um, well, those were our favorite yeah. albums and artists mm-hmm. and movies. movies. And we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back to Dig Deeper. Yes. Okay, so we hope that you guys learned a little bit more about us. Um, now we're going to get into the Bible study. Mm-hmm. Maggie's going to tell you what the topic is and explain what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So our overall theme for this episode mm-hmm. is going to be how the flesh does not satisfy the soul. So we kind of wanted to dig into what the flesh actually meant because we understand that not everyone probably understands that. Mm-hmm. So the flesh is pretty much just meaning worldly things, earthly desires, 
things that aren't allowing us to set our mind on things above. Yes, things that distract us in mm-hmm. our walk with Christ. And- yes, and oftentimes these things can make us stumble, and a lot of the times we don't even realize what's going on. Yeah, you know? sometimes we don't even realize that we're sinning. Yes. Um. So, uh, yeah. Um. So I would like to start this off with um our main verse and it kind of just really relates to um the entire subject of today's episode yes so it's first corinthians 6 9 through 11 and it says or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of god do not be deceived neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. And I wanted to break that down a little bit. And starting off with the first verse that says, Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? And that just shows, um, that is just telling us that we cannot get into heaven on our own. We are sinners. We are the wrongdoers that um, he speaks of. Do you know who wrote this? Um, I have it written down in my Bible. I might be wrong, but I am pretty sure it's Paul. Okay. Yeah, because he went to the the church. Yes, Paul went to the city of Corneth, which is the whole first Corinthian thing. Yeah. So. Um, So I'm pretty sure Paul is telling us, like, Hey, we're all sinners. We are mm-hmm. all the we are the wrongdoers that he is speaking of. Mm-hmm. And it's just we cannot get into heaven on our own. We need Jesus. Um we cannot be um free from sin without Jesus. Yes. We will always be stuck and we deserve the wrath of God because mm-hmm. we are so sinful just by human nature. Mm-hmm. But um The last verse says, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. And that is just showing us that there is hope in Jesus, that we can change, we can be forgiven from our sins. Jesus can change us. And um, it says, washed, sanctified, and justified. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to kind of define those words so that we get a better understanding of what this verse is telling us. Um, we were washed, sanctified, and justified. Washed meaning to purify from the pollution of sin. Sanctified meaning free from sin, purified. And justified meaning declared or made righteous in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. And I just love this verse and it relates so much. I love these three verses. It just relates so much to our entire topic of today mm-hmm. and how we are sinners. Even after you ask for forgiveness and even mm-hmm. after you're saved we are always going to be sinful yes um but it's it is important that we ask god for forgiveness and that we try to repent which means turn away from our sin and do the best we can to stop sinning mm-hmm. um and basically we need jesus and mm-hmm. we are sinners but through Jesus Christ, we can be saved and forgiven. 
Mm-hmm. And I just love that because this entire episode, we're going to be talking about worldly things, worldly desires, things of the flesh, um, how we can be tempted into sin, um, how we fall into sin, we all do, but then how we can be made new in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So um, what should we start with? Should we start with discussing peer pressure or... How temptation, just that. Let's start with things of the world. So a couple of examples of some worldly things, worldly desires, would be drugs, alcohol, sex, money, partying, relationships, things like that. And those things alone, you might be sitting there thinking, like money and like relationships, how are those how am I sinning if I have money? Or how am I sinning if I am in a relationship? Yeah. Like, have a boyfriend or you guys have a girlfriend. Um, so, we wanted to point out that those things alone aren't sinful. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever these things begin to cause temptation or influence you to sin, mm-hmm. that is when they become an issue. Yes. So, we said money. Um. Money can become an issue whenever you're under the impression that materialistic items, like money and Mm -hmm. everything you can buy with money, like, oh, a brand new pair of shoes or, oh, going to get my hair done, will -hmm. bring happiness. Yes. Like, um, will give you content happiness or consistent happiness and fulfill you when only Jesus can fulfill us. Mm -hmm. So... It is when, so that list that we just gave you guys, it's just like Grace said, and it's whenever we are under the impression that any of these things, yeah, not into, just money, not just the money, but I feel like especially for us teenagers, this is a really prominent one in our lives that, oh, if I can just get a boyfriend, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm, yeah. If I can get in a relationship, I'll be happy. There have been so many times where between Maggie and I, mm-hmm. we have said that to one another, or I have thought that so many times. Just, mm-hmm. oh, I, I wish I just had a boyfriend. Like, goodness, that yeah. would be awesome. Like, <clears throat> I'd be so happy. But And while those things, like, while getting a relationship can be a really great thing, especially if the two of you help build each other's relationship in Christ. Yes. And you grow and you get stronger together. A relationship should not be what we are going to to solve our longing for happiness. Yeah, they a relationship should not be um, what we what we search for to fulfill us Mm -hmm. and to fill that emptiness or sadness or like brokenness per se in our lives because only Jesus can fill those holes. And that goes for everything. Like, say you just had a really bad day at work, like say you got fired, you shouldn't go home and pour a glass of alcohol and think that you can sit there and drink and it's going to make all of your problems better. Yes. It's like, don't drink your problems away. Like Mm -hmm. that, that is when things like alcohol can become an issue whenever you are um, drinking your problems away, turning to alcohol as like a, um, you shouldn't turn like to things like alcohol and drugs to Mm -hmm. just relieve all of your stress or... Oh, I wanted to touch back on the money part Mm -hmm. and how we listed that as like a worldly desire. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if you're sitting here with like 
a few dollars in your pocket, you, yeah. you're not sinning. That's just, it's just um, whenever it leads into you trying to fulfill the holes in your life yes. with that thing. Yes. And um, you may want things just because you see others have it because you think they'll satisfy your needs. Mm-hmm. And they may seem happy with their lives. And, you know, they may be, you know. Mm-hmm. But you'll think, oh, they're really happy. Like, and look at that car they have. Yeah. And look at look at their that, house. Yeah. Look at those that those news designer clothes they have. Yeah. Like, wow. If if I want to be happy like they are, if mm-hmm. I want to be successful, I'm yes. I need those things. But no, that is not the case. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that myself. The mm-hmm. amount of times that I have scrolled through Instagram or have looked at Pinterest, and I have been like. If I can get that article of clothing, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Like, mm-hmm. um, if I can get that piece of furniture in my room, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. But it's not about these um, materialistic items. Exactly. And we really want to point out that if you're feeling like there's a void in your life, if mm-hmm. you feel like you need something to make you happy, that something is God. Yes. That thing that you are longing for is God. When you feel like you need something, turn to him in prayer and talk to him about it. You know, Mm -hmm. don't run away from him. And some of you might be like sitting here listening and not knowing how to pray. So you hear us say, oh, go to God with your problems and pray to him. And Mm -hmm. you might not know how. Just sitting down and talking to God, saying whatever is on your mind, Mm -hmm. like whatever you need to say. God will, yes, God will be listening mm-hmm. and he is there for you. He wants you to come to him and um, yes. you don't need some long, intricate prayer with big words. It can just be simple. Mm-hmm. Like just yes. talk to God there, as if you were talking to a, a friend. friend or a family member. There is no right or wrong way to mm-hmm. pray. We all pray in different ways, different styles. There's... Some people like to write their prayers yeah. down. You don't even have to close your eyes. Like, yeah. I'll be, I pray, like, a lot, like, a ton of times throughout the day. I'll just be walking, like, mm-hmm. walking to the kitchen, mm-hmm. praying, or yeah. walking in the hallways at school, just mm-hmm. praying, mm-hmm. you know, or sitting at my desk praying, or, yes. you know, even when I watch TV, I'll just be like, you know what, I'm going to pause this and mm-hmm. just pray. So, it can be anywhere, anytime. Just talk to God. He wants to hear from mm-hmm. you, you know. And he's listening. Yeah. So. He always is there for you and mm-hmm. listens to what you're saying. I wanted to bring this up just briefly so we can talk about it quickly. And then we will move on to another topic where I feel like a lot of times because we had mentioned how if you've had a really hard day, you might try to turn to alcohol to solve your problems. I feel like a lot of the times when we are under a lot of stress or when we worry a lot or when we are just not having a good day, that is when we tend to run away from God. Mm -hmm. We're like, I feel like when we're happy, that is when we acknowledge God the Mm -hmm. most. And when we're not happy, that is when we kind of push it off to the side. We don't think about our relationship Mm -hmm. with God. So we should be talking to God and acknowledging God through all of the highs and all of the lows. Yes. Very good point. um, There's this, I'm sure you guys have probably seen it. There's like a little 
I can't say it's a quote because it's more of a drawing. Um, it's God is greater than the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. It's like the letter G with a bunch of arrows next to it. Yeah. But they mean God is greater than the highs and the lows. And that yes. is just like no matter what we go through, God is greater than all, all of, it, of it. Everything. Mm -hmm. Like think of you at your happiest, like mm -hmm. how amazing that was. Yes. God is greater than that. Greater than that. And think about the deepest point in your life, the darkest times. God mm -hmm. is so much greater than that. And does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yes. Um, so I wanted to share this verse with you, mm -hmm. Matthew 6, 34, which reads, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So mm -hmm. if there's anyone that's listening right now that is feeling a bit overwhelmed or they are feeling worried or they're feeling bogged down by their problems, I want you to know that God has got you. God has a plan for you, and he's not going to let you fall. He's yes. not going to, you know, just abandon you and say, whatever, yes. you know. You just need to run to him with Figure your it out on your own. That's not what God's going to do with you. So don't worry about tomorrow. God has it. He knows what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I struggle with this a lot, and I'm sure there's a lot of you that do too, is learning how to put my full trust and my full faith mm -hmm. in God because I'll feel like I'll be like, God, I will give you 50% of my trust, but let me just keep 50 mm -hmm. of it. Let me take care of. Let me take the other half because mm -hmm. if I have it, then I feel like I can like manipulate it how I want it to. Mm -hmm. And then like, it's kind of, I'm just going to talk about this very briefly because I don't want to get into it. And, mm -hmm. but it's like how there's a trend going around mm -hmm. manifestation where basically you are creating your own reality. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is basically you mm -hmm. making yourself like the God of your life. If that yes. makes sense. Like you are making yourself in control of your life, which is not what we need to be doing as Christians at all. Mm -hmm. We need to be trusting God and his plan for us and his timing. Mm -hmm. So wanted to just share that verse with you guys, let you know that if you're worrying, it's normal, mm -hmm. but let's learn how to bring that to God in prayer. Yeah. And that is something that we can all learn how to grow into and mm -hmm. get more comfortable with. Yes. So. Um, so I like that you brought that up. That was really good. Thank you. Um, so we wanted to talk about, well, we already covered things of the world and worldly desires, but we wanted to talk about how temptation and peer pressure can get to us sometimes, mm -hmm. but how to resist those things and some encouragement for mm -hmm. if you're going through that. And I feel like a lot of times when we talk about temptation or peer pressure, especially because we hear that so often. Especially in high school. That and like throughout school. I find myself saying like, this is really beneficial for us as teenagers because we struggle with peer pressure so much. But I want to put it out there that people of all ages struggle with peer pressure. Yes. It's something that you can find in your average high school and you can mm -hmm. find it in your average workplace setting. Yeah. Um. It's something that everyone struggles with. So I hope in this conversation that we have with you guys for the next couple of minutes, we can shed some more light on how we can battle peer pressure and how we can battle the temptation and everyone can get something out of it. Yes. 
Okay. Um, and we will be back in just a minute. Yes. Catch you guys after the break. Um, and if you want to, during this break, you can pause and mm-hmm. think about everything we've been talking about or pause and everyone go pray. Yes. Go that pray. Is a good idea. <laughs> go use... pray during this 10 second pause yes. with our cute little music in between. Use the break <laughs> to pray. Yes. So. Okay. Welcome back from <laughs> yes. the break. Um, hope your prayers went well. Yes. Um, so now we're going to get into temptation and peer pressure and mm-hmm. how they can affect us and how to overcome. How to battle against it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so temptation can really get a hold of us sometimes. Um, you may have been tempted before to lie, gossip, or mm-hmm. judge others. Um Temptation can make it easier for us to fall into sin as Christians, mm-hmm. um, but we have to try our absolute best to stray away from these things causing our temptations. Actually, um, the devil puts these tempting thoughts into our lives, but we need to physically get away from the things yes. that are causing us to stumble. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maggie, why don't you go into that a little bit? So I was talking to Grace before we had started recording. I was giving her mm-hmm. a couple examples of what I meant because I had mentioned that I feel like a lot of times temptation comes from items itself and mm-hmm. then not just like ideas Thoughts or something. And, yeah. Because I said, say I have a boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see a picture of like a really cute guy And I start to think about, like, scenarios that me and this guy would be in. And there is that verse in the Bible. I don't exactly know what it is. Mm -hmm. But the one that talks about, like, if you even think it, then you've, like, already committed adultery. Yeah. So that, so Instagram is what led me into that temptation to have thoughts of cheating on the guy that I was with. Mm -hmm. So in order to remove myself from that temptation, Instagram would be the thing that I needed to get under control. Mm -hmm. Maybe unfollow a couple of people Mm -hmm. or just delete the app entirely. Mm -hmm. And I feel like See, I'm going to get on this whole teenager train again. But I feel like we are so like, um, we're so susceptible to Mm -hmm. falling into other things. Like, okay, we can be like molded into anything, really, because I feel like a lot of us don't exactly have our ideas straight. We don't have our morals straightened out yet. We don't have what we stand for as a person. Mm -hmm. We don't have all of that figured out yet because we are still teens and we are figuring things out, which reminds me of how influencers these days, Mm -hmm. tons of them are just like 17-ish around that age and they'll make mistakes and everyone will try to cancel them. They'll like Mm -hmm. immediately try to expose and cancel them. Mm -hmm. And in like all of the apology videos, they're like, I'm I'm a teenager. I'm still learning. Yeah. And, um, So I feel like social media is a big way for a lot of us to get tempted, whether it's like the scenario that I just said, where Mm -hmm. you see somebody and it makes you want to cheat on the person you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. with, or if you see people at a party and it makes you want to smoke or drink Mm -hmm. or, you know, anything like that, because social media is where it all goes down 
So you can really see pretty much every aspect of people's lives. Yeah. Um, so being able to recognize when we have that tempting thought and being able to trace it back to where it came from, mm-hmm. whether it's a social media app or it's someone you're texting or mm-hmm. it could do you have something else? No. Okay. It could be a friend, like mm-hmm. peers, which peer pressure. Yes. It could be a friend trying to get you to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend could be like, hey, just, you know, why don't you just, like, try dating with me? It's so cool and fun. Mm-hmm. Just um, people like that in your life, I am not telling you to just cut them out of your life. I'm not by any means. Now, if they're toxic and like bad for you then Mm -hmm. by all means try to get away from that yes but um if any people around you who you are close to and you don't want to Mm -hmm. just like completely push them away just tell them like stick up for your morals like how maggie was saying Mm -hmm. we may not have everything figured out but we for sure have some morals formed already we're at that age where we're we do we're starting to recognize what we fancy and what we don't and mm-hmm. what we're comfortable with and what we're Not uncomfy with. with. Yeah. Um, so just tell them, hey, man, I love you, but you, if you don't already know, mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with that. Just please. Yes. Just don't do that around me. Don't try mm-hmm. to get me to do it. And I suggest you stop. Honestly, I feel like if it's a good friend, you should only have to tell them once. Yeah. And they shouldn't ask you ever again. Yeah. And they should know already. Like, yes. Romans. Um, hold on, actually. Um, okay. Romans. It's in Romans 14. It talks about how it is wrong for a person to eat something that causes someone else to stumble. Mm-hmm. And if you've read Romans 14, you know that whenever it says it's wrong for a person to eat something... It is talking about just an action. Mm-hmm. Like, it is wrong for somebody to do something that will cause their brothers or sisters to stumble. Okay, so a friend who is going to try to push these things onto you, um, they should not be. Mm-hmm. As this verse says, it is wrong to do something to cause someone else to stumble. And that could be even just you, like allowing your friend to just do that and not speak up and say something Mm -hmm. because if you're not saying anything whenever you see a problem or an issue you're just allowing it to happen pretty much so if a friend comes to you um and tries to pressure you into doing something stand up for your morals and what you believe Mm -hmm. in and try to help them and be like hey you know that that isn't good for you or what you're doing isn't right it's not gonna lead you close to christ at all and Mm -hmm. that is what i want for you That is what you should want for yourself, honestly. I saw a TikTok the other day that I feel like is appropriate to bring up right now. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how, you know, in a world that's like full of temptation, she has been learning to turn her tempting thoughts or things that she sees that tempt her immediately into prayer, which Mm -hmm. is something that I feel like a lot of us Mm -hmm. should start doing and could really benefit from. Yeah, that could become very beneficial, especially on how sinful we are just at nature. Mm -hmm. We, I'm sure we have these like judgmental thoughts all the time. Even I do. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, they really did that. Or, oh, I can't believe they just like, like said that. That's kind of weird. And that's so bad of me, but it's a human thing to do. And I'm trying to work on that. But bringing things like that into prayer, if you're always like, if you constantly have thoughts, Mm -hmm. like how we 
like how we talked about how the devil will put thoughts into your head mm-hmm. that will like tempt you to start sinning and like yes. judge people or gossip or lie. Then if we have those thoughts so often, mm-hmm. we should automatically start praying about it. And those three judgmental thoughts you had a day mm-hmm. could turn into three prayers to Jesus yes. asking for help and guidance. And mm-hmm. and she was basically saying how she is starting to recognize when she has a tempting thought or when she sees something that tempts her. She recognizes it and she traces it back to the beginning and realizes mm-hmm. where that thought came from. Mm-hmm. And once she realizes where it came from, she starts to ask herself if it's something that she can remove herself from. And then she takes it and she turns it into prayer. She starts to talk to God about it mm-hmm. and it's like, hey guys, um, kind hey of, guys. or hey Jesus, <laughs> um, Lord. I'm struggling with this, you know, can you help me guide my way through it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's very good. A good mm-hmm. point to bring up. So um, we've been talking about temptation, as you guys know, <laughs> um, but I wanted to bring up a verse. It is 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, which I believe is Paul still. Um, mm-hmm. it, he is telling us. Can y'all hear the violent flipping of the Bible pages? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mark this one on my Bible, so there actually wasn't a little tab in it. Oh. Oh, it's because you just told me it earlier, and oh, I didn't mark okay. it. Verse 13 tells us, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And I think that is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, we will be tested and tempted and just the devil is going to try to pick at us until yes. we fall into sin. Mm-hmm. But... God is not going to allow any temptation in our lives that we can't handle. Yeah, that he knows we cannot get over Mm -hmm. or we cannot fight against. Like, whatever comes our way, Mm -hmm. we will be able to get through it and not fall into sin. It's just we need to stick with God. It seems I know that there are some things that have happened in you all's lives who or not who. There are things that have happened in your life that just feels extremely difficult and it feels like this big wall has been put up and Mm -hmm. you're like, how am I ever going to get past this? And it's a really hard thing sometimes to move past like a dark period in your life Mm -hmm. or to move past like a really difficult situation that you're being faced with. But in those times in your life, pray in the Mm -hmm. midst of your suffering yes I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I have learned from being a Christian is don't pray when it's good Mm -hmm. well I mean yes don't don't only pray when things are going good you need to pray when things are going like in all kinds of terrible directions yes always always pray pray without ceasing Mm -hmm. be in constant prayer Mm -hmm. no matter what your situation is pray I um Hold on. Let me get my thoughts straight really fast. Okay. Um, got him. Actually, it is somewhere in Matthew, I believe, that I wrote down. It'll take me a second to find it. Um, it's talking, Max, you might know what I'm talking about. 
it's where it says it might be in the Bible, but it might be a, like a quote that I've heard. Mm-hmm. It says like your situation should not affect the, your need for the Bible and for Jesus. Do you know what I'm talking um, about? I don't think I've heard that as like a direct Bible verse. Okay. But um, I feel like I've written it down somewhere in here. Um, um, oh, oh, I found it. Okay. It's in Philippians 1. Okay. We went over it um, on a church Zoom call one night. Mm-hmm. And basically... Um, we were talking about how Paul was chained up, like locked in prison, but he was more concerned of the gospel than his imprisonment. Im- imprisonment. Mm-hmm. So he was in chains, but he was talking about um, the gospel and still um, concerned about if the word was being preached or not. That's good. And, well, the question that we should have asked ourselves from that um from that lesson was, do we value the gospel as Paul does? Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, our circumstance should not affect our need and want for the gospel. Mm -hmm. So no matter what we're going through, Mm -hmm. that should not make us like, oh, I don't need God right now. So basically we shouldn't conform God into this little box and just put him up on the shelf until we need him or until we're like, oh, why don't I go tell God, thank you for this. Like, we should not be running from him. We should be running to him at all times in our at life. At all times. Yes. Amen. Um, I wanted to point out this verse because I feel like it de- it relates strongly to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Psalms 1-1, which reads, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. So I wanted to point this one out because it's basically saying that if you are strong enough to stand up for your morals and you are strong enough to tell people who are pressuring you into doing something that you don't want to do, that you're not comfy with it and no, like you're not going to drink that bottle of beer. You're not going to hit that jewel. Hit that jewel. <laughs> you're you're not, not going to, to cheat on that test. Yeah. Or... You're not going to do that thing blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked. Mm -hmm. So you are, you know, following the path that God has for you. You are trying to do all things for the glory of God. And that is really hard to do, especially in high school when it appears to be the cool or the popular thing to do. But it really does pay off in the end. Yeah, it won. God does not like that. Mm-hmm. Two, it's probably illegal. You're probably underage. <laughs> yeah. Three, your parents probably don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, or your parental guardian, whoever. Um, and four, some of these things like drinking and smoking can lead to serious health issues mm-hmm. and sometimes mental issues, correct? Yes. And um, like long term mm-hmm. and addiction. These mm-hmm. things are, you shouldn't, um, and we, um, speak about this in next week's episode. Yes. A little bit. Um, you shouldn't let those five minutes of peer pressure affect the rest of your life. Yes. You shouldn't let, oh, well, I drank that alcohol at that party because I was being peer pressured. Mm -hmm. Um, like these kids were picking on me for 
10 minutes, you know, yeah. you shouldn't allow that to, number one, tear your morals down mm-hmm. and make you go against your morals. Um, and number two, affect the rest of your life and yes. your relationships. And mm-hmm. I feel like you have something to say. But um, oh, I do. But do you quick. have something first? Yes. Yeah, I could tell. I wanted to relate the verse that I just read, which yeah. was Psalms 1-1, to Matthew 7, 13 through 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have it pulled up directly to read, but I can sum it up for you guys. It? No, because I know what it is. Oh, okay, good. Um, just making sure. So Psalms 1-1 says, step of the wicked. And I wanted to compare that to Matthew 7, when it talks about walking the wide path. So oh, the wide path good. is yes. the path that many people will take. Mm-hmm. While there is a much more narrow, much more difficult path that you can take, but that is the path that leads to righteousness. Yes. That is the path that leads you to God. The wide path is the path that is full of the sinners and all of those worldly temptations that mm-hmm. you face and those earthly desires. People who stuck with the worldly desires and the temptations mm-hmm. and never turned away from it and went to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Walk the wide path. Yeah. So I felt like the step of the wicked that's mentioned in Psalms 1 really fit into the wide path that's mentioned in Matthew 7. And if, like I had said it earlier, but if you want to look into that, that would be Matthew 7, 13 through 14. Mm-hmm. And I recommend so much in Matthew. I'm not going to get into that, yes. but Matthew is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like halfway through, but yes, love it so far. Um, And I wanted to relate everything she just said to Proverbs 2, mm-hmm. 20 through 22. And it says, thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous, which this is encouraging us to you know, follow the narrow path. Mm -hmm. And it says, for the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it, which is referring to heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. So if you stay in these wicked ways and um, if you stay in all of these wicked ways, then you are following the wide path and... Mm -hmm. Which, hate to break it to you. Actually, I don't because it's good information that you really need to know. Mm-hmm. The wide path leads to hell. And yeah. there's not somewhere where you want to spend eternity. Yeah. This life that we have on earth is so short mm-hmm. compared to eternity. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to spend like up to like 80, 80 90 years mm-hmm. on this earth not living for Christ just because it like it's harder mm-hmm. to live for Christ than it is to just go around sinning all the time and not yeah. caring. You shouldn't let that um, get a hold of you because mm-hmm. the way you spend your time on earth determines where you're going. Yes. For eternity, heaven or hell, Mm -hmm. you know? So even if it is harder, God tells us we will have, um, we will have troubles. Mm -hmm. We will, we will be persecuted as Christians. Yes. Um, but it is so worth it in the end, whenever you're there on judgment Mm -hmm. day and he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. I think I got that part right. Um, I wanted to bring up this verse because I feel like 
in a world where we are constantly trying, where we constantly have the desire to have something better Mm -hmm. or to be bigger than what we are or something like that, that this verse relates really well. And it has to do with contentment. And I also want to mention this verse next week, too, because we got a lot of good questions come in about stuff like that. So stay tuned for that. So all of the peer pressure we're talking about really ties into next Mm -hmm. week. So So (laughs) this verse would be Philippians 4, 11 through 13. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content in whatever the circumstance I know what is to be in need, and I know what is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, I know we have all pretty much heard that last part of what I just read. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm -hmm. Which would be... be Strong and you know the song, right? No. My Atlanta, did you not listen to 88.5 your entire life? No, I did. But... <laughs> Is it Veggie Tales? No, it's um I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And okay. I don't have to no <laughs> and I don't have to be strong enough. Strong enough. No. I don't get it. No matter well, I get it, but... Uh, something... We're going to move on. I don't know the rest of the words. So, um, I loved how in this verse that it talks about learning to be content in whatever the circumstances. So, whether that is... So, whether your circumstance is you are extremely happy right now because everything just seems to be going your way... Or whether the circumstance is, like, things couldn't possibly get any worse. Mm -hmm. Learn to be content in that. Learn to know that there are better things to come. Learn to know that this isn't the worst that it could get, you know. I don't don't think the grammar of what I just said was correct. Say that again. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find this song. You're fine. I'm going to stop now. We can figure that out later. um, (laughs) I think you all got my point of what I said, though. So, learn to be content in what you have. God has you, mm-hmm. and he's going to prepare for something He has for you, you where he needs you. Yes. Um, is that what you were talking about? I'm sorry. I was mm-hmm. really just trying it to is. find that song. No, that is what I was talking about. Um, correct me if I'm repeating what you said, but God has you where he needs you, and if mm-hmm. you are in a dark place, mm-hmm. he's going to use that for good. Yes, Because your is. story of how you got over that can help somebody else get over it in the future, mm-hmm. and... He, there's a verse, I'm not sure what it is right now, but Jesus uses all things for good. Not just some things. That's in Romans. All things for good. Romans? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I'm pulled up in Romans. That's cool. Um, so do you have somewhere where you want to go with this right now? Um, I do have mm-hmm. a verse that I would like to pull up in Colossians. Okay. Is it directly related or is it like going on? Um, I wouldn't say it's. It's about being made new. Okay, because I have stuff right there that I need to... Oh, well, then go. Okay, well, actually, we will... I still have something to say about peer pressure, so... Okay, continue. So, I'd also like to go back to peer pressure Mm -hmm. and say that I believe peer pressure is a way that the devil can tempt us with things by making it seem normal. Yes. Like, make, um... 
by making it seem normal because we see our peers are all like participating in the activity. Yes. And one of the most important things that I want to stress mm-hmm. um, is that we should not give in to peer pressure. We, I think we've mentioned this before, but next week's episode. Yes, next um, week's episode. We'll have a lot of that talk. And all that matters is what God thinks of you. Mm-hmm. Period. The only thing that matters really is what God thinks about you. Like, I don't care what your friends think of you or your peers at school or this sounds harsh, but like family members. Yeah. It literally Jesus, mm-hmm. God is the only opinion of you that matters. And while it is good to leave a good impression on people. Yes, for sure. It Jesus's opinion of you is really the only yeah. thing that matters. And you should try to like we're make not sure saying, people go and be a terrible person because their opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, we're just saying that if someone makes fun of you for something that you find interesting, like if you like um if you like to draw and people are like, "Oh, she's weird." Like yeah. D- I don't, don't know why people label the drawing kids as weird kids. I know. It's, it's like a common thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, she's she weird. She, yeah, like, like, that is so cool, like, yeah. just to have artistic ability. I, I wish, wish I, I could. could. Yeah. yeah, like, but if someone is picking on you or, oh, she listens to that kind of music or, oh, he... He wears that kind of clothes. Yeah, just, or, oh, they are so loud or... Oh, they are so annoying. Like, it doesn't matter. They yeah. will get to you. I'm sure they will at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, not saying you are completely, um, completely pro. No, not pro. You are, you are completely, completely immune. Immune. To immune. Yeah. yeah. Um, not saying you're completely, <laughs> not saying you are completely immune to insults and yeah. feeling Feelings. a little bad about yourself about it, mm-hmm. but. You should not let those things get to you because the only thing that matters is what God thinks of you. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of that, I wanted to read Jeremiah 17, 5 through 10 for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I love this chunk <laughs> that I'm about to read to you guys. Um, this is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be planted. Nope. (laughs) They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. Mm -hmm. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? And then this part, which really relates to everything I just said. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Mm -hmm. So, whenever you get up to heaven on Judgment Day, God is going to, if you haven't heard of that, do some research. Um... I don't think we have enough time to discuss it. We don't. We've taken a lot of time already. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm sure we'll talk about it in another episode or something. Um, But God is going to judge us on everything we've done. Mm -hmm. And not like 
judging like, oh, that was stupid of you. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he'll call you. He's going to call you out on all the bad things you have done. Yes. And he's going to reward you for the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you have... Mm-hmm. So, it says, he searches the heart, examines the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Mm-hmm. So, he'll reward you with, like... He'll reward you, like, basically, it's like the verse says, like, what you deserve. Yeah. Like, your actions are going to reflect the outcome that he's going to give you. Yes. So, so like, you need to be aware hell. of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, heaven or hell. Yes. Um. So... It's like, I feel like everything I just, (laughs) okay, and whenever I said the only person's opinion of you that, like, matters is God's, if you're getting judged at school for little interests or hobbies you have, don't stress about it, like, Mm -hmm. really, that shouldn't get to you. If it does, it's normal, but just don't let it get to you. But if you are getting judged at school, which I think this mm-hmm. is more important, if you're getting judged at school or anywhere, yes. really, by anybody about trying to spread the word of God or speak up mm-hmm. about Christ and um, don't to share God's work. Yes. Do not get discouraged by those people because... As it says, to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Yes. So, God is looking down on you like, yes, 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 keep going, keep going, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you are helping other people believe you are opening Mm -hmm. people's eyes to the light. Yes. They've been stuck in the darkness for so long. Mm -hmm. And it does not matter what these people think of you. So, just um, keep that in mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And it also, at the beginning, it said, Cursed is the one who trusts in man, draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. And I think that that relates to everything we talked about before as well. Mm-hmm. I think it does too. So, so now we're going to take a little break. And then we're going to come back and finish off with... Being made new in Christ. Yes. Yes. So... Oh, See you soon. go pray during this break. Yes. Ow, my finger. Use the break to pray. Sorry. <laughs> Grace you... just got injured. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome back from the break. Hello. Um, we are going to wrap up this episode here in a couple minutes with talking about how We are made new in Christ. Yes. So, I'll start this one off. Um, The verse that I'm going to use, well, verses, the little chunk I'm going to (laughs) use, comes from Colossians 3, and it is going to be Colossians 3, or, yes, Colossians 3, 5 through 10. Also, I just thought of this. I don't know why we didn't think of it before, but if you guys want during these Bible study episodes... Get out your Bible and take yeah. notes, you know, yes. and follow along. That would be Why great. Why haven't we thought of that? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, you can pause this. Yeah. Look up the verses that we mentioned. Yes. And take some notes. Get some highlighters, mm-hmm. some pens. And if you don't have those things, then the Bible app 
mm-hmm. free. Download it. Um, you can follow along. You can highlight on the Bible. Yeah, you can too. highlight, and I think you can take notes you if you can, like sign up for an account. Um, I know that when you highlight, it gives me an option to make comments, uh-huh. but I've never done it before, so I'm not sure. Okay. Um, and I was going to say something else about that. Oh, and I mean, you can go in the Bible app while you're listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. So, suggestions, yeah. suggest, suggest. Okay. <laughs> so, this verse reads, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. So I really liked this verse Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's a perfect way to begin our discussion about being made new because in the beginning, it talks a lot about how we need to put to death things that belong to our earthly nature. Mm -hmm. And it gives off a great big list of different things that are earthly nature. Yes. And you can probably find there's a ton of these words in here that even I don't exactly know what the definition is. Yeah, we looked up a couple earlier. Yeah. So <laughs> if there's something in here that you don't understand, always look it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's For probably sure. something in this verse that you can apply to your own life. Mm-hmm. And you can realize like, oh, I do that. Quick. Okay, so... Um, it says filthy language from your lips, which is talking about cursing. And that is something so common, especially, I mean, I mean, it's always actually, Mm -hmm. I was going to say, especially through high school, but even like sixth grade. Oh yeah. Like that's when people really started, Mm -hmm. you know? That's when I know I was like exposed to it. It Mm -hmm. was like sixth grade. Yeah. And, um... That is something so common in, like, our everyday lives with the peers around us, especially at school. Mm-hmm. And um, even that applies to adults as well. Yes. Um, but just because it's so common, don't think, oh, well, yeah, I cuss, but I go to church. I read my Bible. I'm living for Christ. Mm-hmm. You can't live, Maggie, what were you telling me about earlier? The 50-50 and... Yeah. So... Uh, You can't live, like, half for God, half not for God. So, like, you can't do Mm 50-50 is what I brought up. Like, you can't can't live half of your life for Christ and then the other half of it for the world. And uh, that does not mean, (laughs) that does not mean time-wise. Yeah. Because it sounds like that. That is kind of confusing. Um, it doesn't mean like you can't live 20 years of your life, not a Christian and the other 20 as a Christian, like that happens to people. Yeah. But we mean you cannot be living for Christ, but then also living for the world at the same time. Yeah. You either need, you're either going to live for Christ fully Mm -hmm. or you're living for the world. You have to give it your all or you give it nothing. Yes. Um, and that 
relates to this in Romans. It's Romans 6, 12, and 13. Actually, Romans 6, 11 through 14. It says, um, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you will obey its evil desire, desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Mm-hmm. For sin no longer be your For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law but under grace. And I mm-hmm really like that it really relates to the living all for christ like fully Mm -hmm. and not living for the world yes and uh, i wanted to point out the very end of this colossians 3 Mm -hmm. um verse chunk that i read (laughs) which is uh, colossians 3 10 and it says and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of its creator. So its creator is obviously referring to God, and we are made in the image of mm-hmm. Christ. It says that in Genesis. So don't exactly know where in Genesis that is, but you can find that. There. If you do a little Google search, you can find <laughs> that. Um, so, you know, despite all of the sin that we've done, despite all of the you know, sinning against God, you know, running away from God when we are scared Mm -hmm. or, you know, just not living for Christ despite all of that. Or how we talked earlier, Mm -hmm. like not running to him whenever we're at our like low points, you know, and just like kind of conforming him to that box because I'm sure we're all guilty of doing that. Oh yeah. Just like looking over the fact that, oh, you can, you can pray to God right now about this and ask for help and mm-hmm. or ask for forgiveness. But sometimes we overlook that mm-hmm. because very much so. Yeah. Um, you know, despite all of that, what I said and what Grace said, Jesus still died on the cross for you. Mm-hmm. Jesus still paid the ultimate sacrifice for your sins. And he still rose again three days later. And And he still and always will love you. Yes. So (laughs) you are being you are being made new constantly. Mm -hmm. It's not like it happened one day. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. like three weeks ago I was made new, and that's it. It's like Maggie and I have talked before about getting saved, Mm -hmm. and we'll I'm sure we'll dig deeper in into that one day. But right now, if you're not sure what like getting saved means, go look it up. Um, but we both got saved whenever we were really young. I was like eight, Maggie. I was six. She was six. Whoa. Whoa. Um, and basically whenever you're eight and six, you have a, you have a clear understanding Mm -hmm. of what you're doing. Like you, you you know that Jesus died for mm -hmm. you. You know that he rose again and you know that your sins have been paid for the cross and the, the actual understanding of what's going on. Yeah. It's not really like there. a relationship with Christ. Like yeah. you can have one, I'm sure, you know, oh, yeah. but like it, it has for both of us, we've discussed it a few times. It has our relationship with him has grown so much in our so understanding much. of him and the Bible and 
all of it has grown so much. And back whenever I was eight, mm-hmm. I'm sure I probably was like, Jesus loves you. Jesus you know, you. but now I have had so many conversations with people actually like, like with non-believers mm-hmm. and tried spreading the gospel. And like, I've just grown so much as a Christian to where I understand so much now. And like growing up mm-hmm. since I was eight, mistakes have been made, you know, oh, yeah. like, so it's not like whenever I was eight, I got saved and like, I mean, yeah, I got saved and was <laughs> forgiven, but it's not like that was the only time I could be forgiven. Like mm-hmm. Maggie and I have talked about like getting re-saved basically mm-hmm. because we're older now and we understand it more. Mm-hmm. And I actually said the prayer one day in my room earlier this year. Oh, cool. So have you? No, because I still okay. don't really understand all of that. Okay. But. Um We'll talk to somebody about that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So you can you are constantly being yes. made new. God is constantly working in your life yes, in your to heart. make sure that your heart is being built and your understanding of him and your relationship mm-hmm. with him is growing and is getting stronger every day. Mm-hmm. So you're being made new in the image of your creator. Every single day. And you may not even realize it. Like, exactly. when I was... I like, definitely don't realize it every day. Yeah. And whenever I was, like, seven, mm-hmm. and our uncle invited us to church, like, we've been to church before, of course. Like, yeah, I had gone ever since I was tiny, like, all my life. But the church we're at now, mm-hmm. whenever I was seven, and our uncle invited us to church for vacation Bible school, yeah, I didn't realize that that was the church I would be with for the next like almost 10 years, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't realize that they would help me grow so much. And that one invitation has given me so many people in my life. Yes. So many friends, relationships, like, um, opportunities. Yeah. Um, and this has impacted my life, like the, the biggest ever, like, so you may not realize it, but little things, they all, eventually add up and God up. it's like the puzzle pieces Kyle Eidelman yes. talked about before yes um the puzzle pieces really you you won't realize it or understand what God's doing mm-hmm. but whenever it's all done and all the puzzle pieces are together mm-hmm. you will see the big picture like God sees the big picture now we just have to trust him and put our faith in him and mm-hmm. stand by him and he's always with us this has like nothing to do with what you said okay but I wanted to put it out there in case someone was just like wondering it. Yeah. Um, oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and going back to what I just said, he puts people in your life for a reason. For a reason. Like everyone, I believe oh, so yeah. strongly. Everybody, every interaction you have with mm-hmm. people, like there is a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And just like our uncle, yeah, was like, like, what if he didn't even invite us to church? It would all be so different. My life right now, I don't know where I would be at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You, God um, definitely does everything for a reason. If you are a new Christian, or even if you have been one for a while, but I said new Christian just because you might not know where to go to look for, like, sermons to get more in depth into Mm -hmm. your Bible and stuff. And especially now during like the virus and stuff and you can't go to church guys, Kyle Eidelman. Oh my gosh. One of the best 
preachers I've ever listened Our to. absolute favorite. Like, I'm... I mean, I love his stuff, and that's I want not to, to meet say Kyle. That's not to say that other pastors don't have good content, mm-hmm. but Kyle is one that I'm very familiar with. Yes, and I always get an extreme amount of stuff out of mm-hmm. his sermons. He does Southeast I, Christian yes. Church, so Sundays. I don't exactly know what time the live streams start, but, but you can look yeah, him up do on some Instagram. research. Yeah, yeah. Give him a follow. Give him, give Kyle a follow. You know. <laughs> well, actually, follow Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to put that out there in case anyone wanted a good sermon to listen yes, to. Yes, especially maybe, if you don't know. If maybe you don't have somebody like that. Um, and yeah, I think about his sermons all the time, just mm-hmm. like randomly, like how he I just brought up myself, the puzzle pieces. You I know? find myself constantly going back to notes that I've taken mm-hmm. from his sermons, and they relate in so many ways. Yeah, and that goes with your pastor as well. Oh, with Adam or Bobby? Yes. Um, well, both. Yeah. And my church, my pastor and his yes. pastor, like, yeah, make sure you're paying mm-hmm. attention in church, guys. Really yes. apply. Like, you can really apply all of that. To I understand life. that church is, like, boring sometimes. Yeah, people say. You know, and maybe the the song selection doesn't really float your boat, depending on you what guys, church you, you go to. You guys listen to hymns. Um, <laughs> I find <laughs> nothing wrong with hymnals. <laughs> well, I, I like the... the Drums and the guitar. You like the contemporary modern. Oh, like, shut it! You like the Hillsong worship. Okay, so. yeah, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, even if your church could be the most boring or it could be the most interesting, there's always something to get out of your lesson, out of the songs yeah, you sing. Definitely. Even if they're hymnals, look into the words, look into the lyrics. There's something to get out of that. So, the lyric. Okay, if I'm being completely honest, the lyrics on the hymnals are the only thing that keeps me singing. The music. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. What if you just say the words instead of singing? No, just say the words. White as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Um, I don't think we had anything else to say. I don't think so. Um, I think we pretty much got that covered. We got that. Um, you guys just hear her sip out of her hydro flask? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So, well, it is 11 o'clock and are we going to... Record the next episode. Yeah, I think we're I want to another episode. I think so. we should. I think we should. We kind too. of have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I go record that <clears throat> episode three. That I think that does it for our first yeah. ever Bible study. That concludes it. It was longer than we expected, but I'm happy yes. with it. Um we had a lot to say during this one and not sure if all of it made sense. Let's hope it did. Mm-hmm. If you have questions about something specific that we said DM us about it. Yeah, don't feel like nervous. I don't, you really shouldn't feel nervous Mm -hmm. to just DM us or. Yeah, because we said a lot of stuff and we referenced a lot of verses. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be really cool if when I listen back on this to edit it, if we compiled a list of all of the verses that we Mm -hmm. use for reference. Not sure if we're going to do it or not, but 
We should. Reminder right here. Reminder right here. For our future selves. Um, We talked about a lot of stuff, and so especially if there was something that was confusing, talk to us about it. Yeah, for sure. It stays between you, us, and God. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're going to go around telling people that you don't understand. Yeah, or like if you need (laughs) personal help or if you want to grow your relationship with Christ and you're not sure where to start, come to us. If you have any questions about this or any questions at all, come to us we are here to help and like she said it stays between us personal mm-hmm. things and um well we hope you have a good night well um i don't know it's night time for us yeah hope you have a good morning evening mm-hmm. whatever you're doing right now um and you have a good rest of your day yes if it's in the work day hope you're getting through it no that can be difficult <laughs> depending on where you work who you work with <laughs> Um, well, thank you for tuning in to the 411 podcast with Maggie and Grace. Mm-hmm. I pointed at me when I said Maggie and when I said Grace. Anyways, um, peace and love and podcast in Jesus. Ow. Sorry. My lip hurts. <laughs> um, peace, love, podcast, and Jesus. <laughs> okay. Bye, Bye guys. See you soon. Well, Hear you soon. You will know you'll hear us soon. Yeah. Hear us soon. Bye. Bye.